Welcome to another wildfire update on the WTIP Boundary Waters podcast. I'm Matthew Baxley. Joe Fredericks. We are recording on the edge of Poplar Lake, a place up the Gunflint Trail that is not closed at this specific moment. Last time you heard from us, we talked about a variety of fires burning in and around the wilderness and sort of a hierarchy of threats that exist at this time. And it has been raining. Uh, Light rain starting yesterday, and a pretty thorough saturation since this afternoon, sort of slow and steady. Uh, Where are we at, Joe, under these circumstances now at this point with the rain and the fires? Well, I think as far as the most... uh eminent threat given the weather as you just described it which i should point out we're standing under this uh, spruce and next to these cedars taking shelter from the light rainfall i guess i would describe it as that's happening right here on the edge of poplar lake which we specifically chose because the tofty district ranger ellen bogarda shimanyak said that as they were drawing the closure map for federal land on the upper gunflint for all federal land this is outside of the wilderness closure a separate closure for the upper gunflint. They specifically drew a little shape around this boat public access on Poplar on the west end of the lake. So that's where we're at. One of the few options we had today. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just to point that out. Uh, but as far as these conditions now um, and what we've seen or not seen from the John Eck fire these past 48 hours... What we've seen with the Greenwood fire getting some containment on on the spread of that as of Friday morning. The biggest threat right now seems to be the active wildfires in Quetico Provincial Park. Uh, There's a new fire, a small fire, as of this morning. It was first reported around 1130 on Friday. was east of Agnes Lake. So that's the first one east from that massive wildfire. It's called Fort Francis 35 is the name of their fire. They don't get the lake names like we do. It's like district in the Quetico region and then a number. Uh, so Very elegant and poetic. <laughs> yeah, Fort Francis 35 is the name of that now 100,000-acre fire approximately. Say, say that number one more time. 100,000 acres. Massive fire. Right. And, and it, the history on that is that it was multiple fires that grew into one large fire. Correct. So those were were the fires that we've been talking about. It's why the Boundary Waters was closed. We've talked about this in a previous update. The northwest side of the Boundary Waters by Crooked and Iron, that whole thing that happened in July with that part of the B-dub closure, Boundary Waters closure, is because of this same fire that's still burning. And it's still and been continually moving eastward it started now to move eastward the the line of it is like massive from north to south now slowly moving east uh but this new fire my my when i was talking about it with end of the trail people people at seagull and sag and what i'd hear from the forest service and the updates at the Tofty Town Hall on Wednesday night and the one at the Mid-Trail Fire Hall on Sunday night, when people would ask about it, or I would, was, well, we're keeping our eye on it. It's more a a concern at Curtain Falls and Crooked and getting into the Boundary Waters over there. But from the end of the Gunflint, people are keeping their eye on 
Agnes Lake. And if it would move east of that, alarm bells would go. You know, that's like the point of like, whoa, okay, it's moving east. It's about 12 miles from the Cache Bay Ranger Station uh, on the east side of Agnes Lake. What and puts that into perspective. I mean, that is, you paddle there in an afternoon. Right. And so it is now on the east side. It's an independent fire. It's not part of the mass of Fort Francis, 3,500,000 acre. It's independent, this new sh- fire on the east side of Agnes Lake. But uh, it could merge with this bigger fire is the concern. There are actually four new fires in the last 24 hours east of the big fire. All in Quetico. All inside Quetico. So those are what I know... I talked for the first time in a while since since July with some Canadian uh, fire officials today via email. They've been extraordinarily busy, as you might imagine, and they're actually up in Dryden, Ontario, which is in northwest of Thunder Bay by about 100 miles or something. So it's a ways from Quetico even. Uh, so for them to get a, in contact with me and, and Graham Ray, I'm not their highest priority, let's mm-hmm. put it that way. But they did get back to me with a lot of really good information, which is on the WTIP webpage if people want to go learn about how many people are fighting these fires, some more specifics about them, and a map and so forth. Um, but those those are a big deal. However, it was raining up there too. I, I was looking at the radar right as we were coming up the gunflint today, and there's rain up there in the forecast for this weekend, too. I mean, we're supposed to get, if the forecast holds, maybe one to two inches of rain on Saturday night alone, so in that, addition to what we're getting right now. The the fact that it's been raining, which allows the earth to start to get saturated, which deals with that uh, fire and that heat that burns below the surface, and an inch could really do, uh, two inches could do a number to really break through those dry layers, I imagine. Mm-hmm. Right. We're going to wait and see. I think my attention this weekend is going to be on the Quetico fire. I mean, of course, we'll be following John Eck and Greenwood. and I know the Welp fire down by Sawbill that you were near last weekend, a week just last weekend. Uh, there's a crew camped out there now, and they're running hose lines through that. And I mean, that thing is going to be contained, presumably, presumably very soon if not already uh, some major suppression effort on the Welp fire john eck has not moved as i was saying so things are looking okay with that in mind though matthew as we were coming up here today it's late august right this is the weekend before labor day it's usually a busy scene there's that there's someone walking their dog at the poplar lake landing here at the parking lot, at the parking lot. which is a massive parking lot because there's Four entry points off Poplar? And three, and then you can get through the Morgan Lakes on the other side to come in, but it's Meads and Skipper and Liz. Right, so this is typically a packed and crowded parking lot where you're trying to find a spot if you're coming in. or And and I've always have seen canoes piled up from outfitters off to the side waiting to be picked up or a crew to go out, and it's nothing. There is nothing here. Absolutely nothing. We we got up and stopped. Uh, Matthew wanted to grab his camera, so we pulled off and jumped out uh, to so he could do that. And we both, I said, it smells like the gunflint, doesn't it? Gunflint in fall. It smells like the gunflint in fall. It smells like late September or October up here with the leaves on the ground and kind of that 
wet. It's, it smells like late fall. It does. Yeah, the, for anybody who hasn't been up here, the, the ongoing drought, which got us in these circumstances, has left its impact on the landscape far beyond the fires and the, the way that the trees have literally started to shut themselves down. Uh, the the birch and the aspen, the leaves are changed in color and or on the ground, and that was even as far back as three, four weeks ago that was starting. And even as we look here at the poplar landing, we see mud just extending out on the banks of Poplar Lake. I mean, it is feet below where it would be in a normal rainfall year, and it just really all starts to stack up why we're talking about this right now. Exactly. I mean, the the boat ramp that's here in front of us is completely out of the water, basically. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, I've never seen that part of the lake. It's always underwater. The whole thing doesn't even look the same up here. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but it's raining. But it's raining. <laughs> but that's, the, that's the whole thing. Is that this is a lot different than Wednesday night when we were exactly ash falling out of the yeah. sky. <laughs> yeah, it's a different feel. It's cooler. I'm wearing a fleece. You got your rain jacket on. It's mm-hmm. I think it said uh, 58 degrees on the vehicle dashboard when we got here, as opposed to 85, 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. It is windy. It is. There's some gusts, uh, probably up over 20 miles an hour. I bet. But. Nonetheless, here we are up the Gunflint Trail. Wanted to say a special thank you to those of you who shot us uh, messages either through email or social media. Just uh, letting you know you're listening to this special coverage and, and letting you know that you're thinking about us and up here with us. You have no idea how much that means to us. Yeah. It's, it's easy to feel isolated, which is why we're up here. Most mm-hmm. of the time, but in times like this, it's especially good to feel connected to you all. Right. It's uh, the start of fall. Let's take a, just a little stroll yeah, over toward the lake and check things out for our own. Protect our look, radio gear here as best as we can. But, yeah, you can even hear now there probably stepping out the wind, picking up. and this, Maybe there's some moose tracks over here in the mud. Let's see what's been walking around up here. That's something. Uh... Yeah, just maybe some boot tracks, I guess. But uh, you can hear maybe the rain hitting Matthew's jacket and the wind definitely howling up here. Uh, we saw a number of, they said National Park Service on the side, but they were firefighters for sure and, and otherwise not how many people. Yeah, one was pulling a trailer with a big side-by-side and two massive chainsaws strapped to it. And they looked like they were on their way somewhere important. Right. Uh, so... That's the update for today. It's raining, it's Friday night, and uh, we're going to keep our eye on those Quetico wildfires as well as, of course, all the other fires burning in the region, too. And uh, we'll keep you updated on the podcast. Thanks for following this with us. Well, talk to you soon.